Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. When the red light goes... Take two. When the red light goes off, we're just getting started. This is Off Air with Chris Thomas and Mike Conti, giving you a look behind the scenes of Atlanta's top sports station as we take you through the top stories of the week from the world of sports and entertainment. Welcome to Off Air. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome on in. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus to the first episode of the Off Air Podcast in the year 2023. And uh, we were going to have ourselves a normal show, but then a bunch of things happened. First and foremost, Mike Conti enjoying the last bits of 2022's vacation mode. Uh, so I'm once again joined by Dylan Matthews. Appreciate Dylan stepping up to the plate once again. And then, uh, Dylan, we were going to have ourselves a fun show, talk about some dogs, uh, maybe slip in a little Hawks after their amazing game last night. Um, There's a lot of stuff going on. Falcons won a game for the first time in what feels like forever. Um, And then the DeMar Hamlin situation happens. And uh, before we dive right into it, I do want to get one piece of uh, news out of the way. Because you have an update for us that uh, will provide some some light and some fun in what is going to be a uh, a dark day to talk about the world's favorite uh, or America's favorite sport, at least, should I say? And that is, how did your time go mm. sitting the dogs? 
Um, it's honestly gone great. It, it's been great. Cleo and Clark, Mike Conti's uh, dogs, they have been wonderful. And, you know, it didn't it didn't take long for them to warm up to me after I walked them once and fed them once. You know, we were we were best buds. So <laughs> it, it's, it's honestly been a been great time. And, I, and I'm going to miss my time with with Cleo and Clark, to be honest. They they've been really loving and, you know, I, I've, I've really loved my time with them. Yeah, so me and you now will have uh, we'll we'll fight to the death next right. time. Mike needs uh, Mike needs a sitter. Exactly, uh, that, that's good to hear. No, no crate issues. I'm surprised to hear that. No, no, no crate issues so, at all. Actually, so, maybe she's hey. gotten better uh, since since I since I sat in the time in between I sat her and you sat her. Right. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> well, I wanted to at least get something fun. In this week's edition or this episode of the podcast, I should say, because uh, now we got to talk about the serious stuff. And of course, we will talk about it in a way that reflects how 92.9 is going to take care of business and how we as producers and talk show hosts are going to take care of our business today. But um, today is one of those days that's going to be challenging. It's going to be frustrating. It's going to be one of the few days where we actually have to go to work and it feels like we're actually going to be working because the lead story, not only of the sports world, but if you turn on any TV this morning, news talk, political station is the status of Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin. And uh, for those who missed it last night, he was involved in a play where he was trying to make a tackle uh, against T Higgins and he makes the play. He gets up. And then he immediately collapses on the field. Um, play is stopped. Uh, prayers are are gathered in a circle uh, by players, and they're you know wishing well for their teammate. And then eventually, after about uh, a half hour or so, they decided to postpone the game. Um, the players and the coaches decided to postpone the game. It wasn't a league decision, and. Uh, DeMar was taken to a local hospital in Cincinnati where he currently remains in critical condition. We're recording this about 8 a.m. on Tuesday morning, so uh, that's the latest update that we have. And Dylan, this is going to be a challenging day because there's going to be a lot of different um, branches and tentacles that spring out from this conversation about uh, not only DeMar and Um, about his situation and his future, but the entire NFL, because Dylan, this is something that we all dread. And we saw it a little earlier this season with the Tua situation. And now this one um, appears to be even worse. Um, You know, you have a player going to cardiac arrest on the field and, you know, the scenes of medical staff and the team doctors doing everything they can to uh, get him to the hospital as quickly as possible. So, Dylan, uh, as a host and a producer, it's our job now to figure out how much of the day we spend covering this, how much of the day we devote to giving opinions on this, what kind of opinions should we talk about in right. terms of, you know, do we just – is today just a day where we, you know, provide updates on the player's safety and the player's health and, and things like that? Or do we get into the deeper narrative of, hey uh, – what is really going on when these guys put on the pads and play NFL football? 
Yeah, I, I think it's a little I think it's a little bit of all of it, Chris, to be honest. Uh obviously when we receive updates on the player, I think it is our duty to give updates and give people that information that they're looking for because I think a lot of people are gonna be looking for updates on um on I definitely have to give updates. I think it's you know, I think one thing that could be talked about as well is, you know, whether or not they should have postponed the game and temporarily suspended the game. I think they did the right thing by doing that, but I'm sure there are some people out there who probably don't feel that way. Um, I can already let you know one national TV host <laughs> who doesn't feel that way. Um, so that that is something that could be talked about. Um, and then, too, I also agree that, this does need to be a conversation of health and safety. How are we going to start preventing this? Because we've seen some frightening images this year. You alluded to the Tua situation and his, you know, fingers kind of froze in awkward positions. And obviously now we, we have what happened last night. So we do have to start talking about the bigger issue of how do we stop this? How do we make it to where football is feels safe again, not only to the players, but to fans as well, because, you know, this is going to make some fans view football differently. I mean, that's just what it is. Some fans are not going to want to watch football because when stuff like this happens, it takes the fun out of it. And, you know, they, they just rather not watch it because they don't want to go through what they went through last night. And, so I think all of those conversations have to be had. And, you know, it, it's unfortunate that that's what has to happen, but it is a conversation that needs to be had. All these conversations are, will, will be tough, but again, at the end of the day, it's our, it's our duty to have these, these tough conversations sometimes. Yeah, it is what we, what we do for a living uh, for better, or for worse. I thought uh, Ryan Clark of ESPN and Scott Van Pelt did a really good job last night. Uh, after the game was officially postponed, they went live to a Sports Center broadcast with Scott Van Pelt, and he had Ryan Clark on, and they basically just sat there for an hour, commercial free. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought ESPN did a really good job with that, and just talked. They just had a conversation. It wasn't, uh, you know, breaking down game film or anything like that that you usually get from ESPN. It was Ryan Clark sharing stories um, from his time playing about dealing with his own injuries and his own illnesses that he had as a player. And the thing that stood out to me about what he said the most was, you know, the players and coaches and us as media, you know, we, we use the word, you know, or the phrase, you know, these guys are getting ready to go to battle or go to war. Yeah. And you see last night that, you know, it's a cliche, but cliches are cliches for a reason. These guys are legitimately putting their bodies on the line. I mean, no, it's not politically motivated or, you know, for country and for valor like it is for our our military, but it's it's the same sort of principle that you're signing up for this. You're signing up to, um, you know, represent the team that you play for and, and your teammates. And, you know, you are legitimately putting your body on the line with any given play. You know, we've seen guys paralyzed and guys 
um, you know, years after their playing career deal with concussion symptoms and brain trauma and, you know, guys even unfortunately that were popular players in the league have taken their own life because of uh, injuries sustained after the game. So those are unfortunately the types of things that are going to be talked about today. But I thought Ryan Clark did a really good job and Lisa Salter's down on the field for ESPN and Booker McFarland uh, coming on to talk as well. So that's going to be our job today, Dylan, as uh, producers of shows. And and it's it's crazy because today of all the days, excuse me, is the day that we all come back from the holidays. Right. right? Like today right. is the start of the new, not only the new year, but the new year for us as well. January mm-hmm. is always all right, it's go time. We got NFL playoffs coming. We got the college football championship. NBA is in full swing. And now everything that we do today, instead of coming in and talking about, you know, UGA is getting ready to compete for back-to-back titles for the first time since 2010 when Alabama did it, now the entire lead of every show is going to be the status of DeMar and what's going on with his condition. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's shifting everybody's entire show, not just on our station, but on all radio stations, on all TV stations. I mean, you said this to me before we went on air. It's every everybody's going to be talking about. And it's the only thing most people are going to be talking about. And as far as, you know, what you said about what Ryan Clark and Scott Van Pelt were saying about, you know, going to war and putting your body on the line. I mean, we've heard people basically compare playing an NFL game like getting in a, into a car accident on every play. So, yeah. like, that's how vicious these hits can be. That's how vicious these hits are. It's like getting in a car accident on every single play. So, um, I'm not sure on how to help that or take that away. I mean, because it is the game of football, um, but, you know, the NFL up to this point has tried to make the game as safe as possible while trying to, you know, maintain the, the, uh, the, I guess the principles of the game and, uh, you know, so I'm not sure how they, I'm not sure how they respond to this one. I'm not sure how they fix what happened, but that it's a conversation that's going to have to be talked about. And, you know, I'm sure not only shows on our station, but, Shows everywhere are going to be talking about, you know, how to prevent this. And everybody's going to have their own theories on how to prevent this. Um, So we'll see. But at the end of the day, it's up to the NFL to try and prevent this from happening ever again. And, you know, it's tough because when things like this happen, you it's not always the fault of, you know, it's not the fault of any player or anything. Sometimes it's honestly just an accident. So maybe it could have been something pre-existing that got kind of triggered by a hit or a tackle that he made. So you just never know. And and it's, it's going to be one of those days where people are giving their theories and people are, have their takes about, you know, why this shouldn't have happened or why that shouldn't have happened. But, you know, we, we truly never know why, you know, something like that happens or what triggers something like that. So, you know, it, Again, it's going to be what everybody is talking about. It's going to be the only thing people are talking about. And uh, I hope people are just, you know, sensitive um, and, you know, just 
do right by uh, DeMar Hamlin and his family when, when they talk about the situation and they, you know, talk about it with grace and, you know, do, do, do right by DeMar. Yeah, I agree. And I thought something you said there at the end is important too. As a radio station, we need to make sure we're delivering the most accurate information possible. Correct. So if something breaks on Twitter at, you know, 10 a.m. this morning, it's up to the producers and the hosts to not just get right on the mic and, you know, start spewing whatever they're reading on Twitter. Um, you know, producers need to do a really good job today of double and triple checking accounts and making sure that, you know, um, if you see it's from Adam Schefter, maybe check to make sure Ian Rappaport has it too. Right. You know, just things like that to make sure that, you know, we're not we're not giving an update on somebody's, you know, ankle injury that's, you know, potentially going to affect your fantasy team or, right. you know, even even the real game. This is this is an update on somebody's life. This mm -hmm. is an update, uh, you know, for somebody who has a family and somebody who, you know, has loved ones out there who are sitting, you know, in a hospital right now praying and hoping that, you know, someone that they love is is going to come out of this situation and, uh, you know, forget about playing football again, just being able to live a, a normal life, you know, right. you never, you never know. So it's really, really important that, you know, hosts uh, and producers on 92.9 today and across, across the entire country that are covering this story, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully today the, the ball sack sports of the world will, you know, give their accounts a rest, you know, yes. there's, there's Please. no need, there's no need to tweet out, uh, you know, something stupid or something right. even closely related to this today. Today, today is not the day for that kind of stuff. So hopefully th those types of people make it, uh, make it easier on guys like us and girls across the country who have to do these types of jobs. But unfortunately, Dylan, as you know, and I did see this last night too, and it's really a shame, uh, you know, the trolls are still out there, even on a situation like this. Mm -hmm. um, you know, people talking about vaccine statuses and things like that. It's like, man, I don't care what your beliefs are. Right. This is not the time for that. No. You know, if you want to post something, just post thoughts and prayers. And, you know, we're rooting for you. We love you and be gone. Like, that's that's all we don't we don't need that, especially on a with a situation like that. Yeah. Um, all that's unnecessary, man. Like, don't, don't, today, I don't need to see anybody trying to spread any just clear misinformation. We don't need anybody trying to make light of this situation at all. We don't need anybody, we don't need any trolls. Like, we, we just don't need any bet. Like, like you said, take a break, you know, turn your Twitter off, delete Twitter for the day or, you know, whatever social media app you use and just leave it alone. Like, do not make light of what happened do not make light of somebody's life, you know, potentially being in, in harm's way. So I, I'm with you. I hope people today are, are sensitive to that situation and uh, hopefully nobody's spreading misinformation. Uh, so like you said, it, it makes it easier for guys like us to give updates and know and have belief, strong belief that these updates are indeed valid. So, you know, ho hopefully people really just, take this situation seriously and unfortunately and, and don't do what a lot of people do with every other situation and make a joke about it and make memes about it. Hopefully that isn't a thing we see here today. Uh, one last, uh, one last note on this situation. Um, 
one one bright spot that has come out of this is uh, the outpouring of donations to mm-hmm. Mars uh, charity, which he does a toy drive back uh, where he played college in PA. Uh, he went to Pitt, and it's amazing. Uh, over a hundred thousand donations have come in, wow. and his charity went from a goal of I believe it was twenty five hundred dollars initially, now has over three million dollars donated to his charity just overnight. Um, Bill's Mafia always comes through in the biggest way, and they help spread the message of his charity. And people all over the country all night long as we were getting and then waiting for updates on his situation uh, just took took to uh, Twitter and took to the Internet and flooded it. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing. See, that's that's the good uh, yes. that can come out of some situations like this. So, you know, it's obviously worth talking about for me and you, the dark side of it, which is the trolls and the right. people who want to spin it to make it about something that it's not. But then you have something like this that comes out and it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah. And right there, like if you want to be on social media today, do it for a cause like that. Do it to spread the word of, hey, let's do something nice and do something good for Damar Hamlin and his family and, you know, donate to his foundation or, you know, something of that nature, do something nice. Like don't, don't, again, don't go on there spreading information or making a joke about it or making like a light of anything that happened, donate to his charity or, you know, find some way to help this situation, you know? So I, I do enjoy hearing that. And that does, uh, that does make my heart a little happy. And that does make me feel all warm and fuzzy inside because, you know, there that when it counts, people do step up to bat and and do the right thing. So it is it is nice to know that even with you know all the the memes and the jokes and things like that, then when something serious does happen, more more times than not, people do step up and you know make good decisions. And there are stories like this that come out about you know donations, big donations like this happening for a guy like Demar Hamlin and his charity. So that is very very good to know. All right. Well, Dylan, uh, we're going to we're going to keep it to one topic today. One uh, one storyline that's going to cover at least the rest of today being Tuesday as this episode will drop as soon as we are done right here in just a second. Um, I appreciate you coming on. This is a difficult thing to talk about. But, you know, as producers and as hosts for sports radio, we need to be prepared for a day like this and we need to. Um, you know, know how to navigate the ins and the outs of everything we just talked about on this episode of the podcast. So normally we would have our fun transitions and bells and uh, <laughs> Hall of Fame audio sound. But, you know, we made the executive decision before uh, the red light turned on that, you know, this needed to be a, a solo episode of its own and uh, just something that we as sports radio producers feel strongly about uh, in the way that this story is covered. So for Dylan Matthews, you can follow him at underscore Dylan Matthews. I am at C Thomas radio on social media. This has been the latest episode of the off air podcast.